I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello. Hello, Hello. David. How are you? Um, I'm aching a bit, actually, Tim, because I played football yesterday. I just a minute ago accused you of having a bad back, but you said it's not a bad back, you just played football. I just played football. And Well, it might be a bad back, uh, and it might certainly look like a bad back, but I don't feel that my back is any worse than it normally is. But after I play football, I obviously ache, uh, right. and so I walk around like an old man. Yeah, because I am an old man. Uh, yeah, but no, I, no, but no, also more so uh, in a kind of more theatrical way. Right. I guess I probably am exhibiting old manishness in the way that I walk, and it was quite a short walk when you said that. Yeah, I, I mean, mean it when was I said strong, how are you, I, yeah. I didn't really mean yeah. how are you. It was just... No, that's true. But I always, you probably know this about me, I never answer that question by right. saying fine, fine in, in yeah. the English way, unless you I, are fine. Well, yeah, unless I really am fine, I almost never am straightforwardly yeah. fine. No, I mean, who, who is? is? Yeah, who yeah, is? Exactly. Yeah, who is? I mean, I'm always tired for a start. I typically right. need to tell people that. Right. I need to tell people. How did you sleep this last morning, night? This morning, I did an interview for Radio London. Okay. And their first question was, oh, hi, David, how are you? And I think they expected me to say, I'm great. But I immediately said, well, I'm really tired. Right. Because, you know, I don't sleep very well. No. And I um, luckily he had mentioned, he'd mentioned that I was an insomniac. So right. Slightly wise of it because it's mentioned in the book. The God Desire, by the way, for anyone who's uh, wondering, my new book. Uh, I don't think anyone was, but if there were any messages, I passed them on, but so far, nothing. Nothing. Uh, But he mentioned I was an insomniac. And so when he said, how are you? I said, well, I didn't sleep very well last night. And now you've got me up to do this interview. So I'm tired. Can you give us a sense of just taking last night, for example, when when you say you didn't sleep very well, what what, Um, Well, actually, what was it? uh, I went and did a um, literary festival at Chipping Norton the other day. Clarkson's Farm. Terri- quite near Clarkson's Terri- Farm. That was yeah. mentioned by a few people. Right. Clarkson's Farm. In fact, one bloke who I was in a taxi with, who is an Israeli uh, children's mm. uh, writer, I was on a taxi on the way to Banbury. He was talking to the driver who worked at the festival, who has a farm next okay. to Clarkson's. Oh farm. right, right. His name is Ollie, and he and I said, "Oh, how's that?" And he said, "No, mm. it's all right." Blah blah. And then this bloke, Yuval, the Israeli, okay. said, you know what, one day I'm sure there will be a television programme about this Clarkson's farm. And I said, no, there, there is. There, right. there really is. Wow. And that's, and kind of that's why it exists. But if you take, if you're in his brain, he Yuval's must have thought, brain. Yuval, you thought, God, people really talk about this farm a lot. <laughs> yeah. have, you can see why he might have said it. It's like this yeah. na- natural next thing. It's so famous. Yeah, I know. It deserves its own TV show. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, while I was there, Simon Blackwell, who is a very fine comedy writer. Yeah, Do you know I him? mean, I don't know it, but I know who yeah, he is. He's a really funny comedy yeah. writer. He wrote, you know, for Peep Show and in the loop. W1A, didn't he? Or No, no not w one that's no, John but, Morton. No, 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 but he wrote, wrote on one of those. No, I'm thinking Veep. <laughs> yeah, Veep. He, Veep. Veep was kind one of, of those that sort of was his thing. Uh, and the thick of it and whatever. He's a brilliant writer. Anyway, thick of it, like uh, he said, get some CBD oil. And I've tried okay. CBD oil before. 
can't believe this. What is this turning into? A kind of health podcast? Anyway, I've tried it before and it's not done much. So he said, no, you have to take a lot of it. You have to take oh. a big old pipette of it. Okay. A big pipette and then put it in your mouth. Is there such and... a thing as a big pipette? I thought the point is, but I know what he means. Well, it's not like a comedy pipette. It's not like a sort of thing that you'd see on a Pink Floyd you know, backdrop. We, well, come, <laughs> come we've, often, we've often been quite interesting and, and, and well, t- taken science let, on a let, bit let, let in this, in this podcast. We've often maybe even made science. I'm not going to say scientific discoveries. Yeah. I'll let the listeners say that, as yeah. you say, but we've pushed science a bit. Is the point of a pipette... Mm. That there's something about the law, that gravity and space and so on. That you could, could you? How big can a pipette get before it's, it's not, just like a big useless? It's not a pipette. Well, it's not that it's just. Is that yeah, the question? it doesn't do what a pipette does. Can you have a very large? Can you have a human-sized pipette? Right, a human-sized pipette kind of is a human. It's definitely not. Well, well it's, it's def- a, no, it's not. Uh, <laughs> There's no, that, no doubt. That no, that's, that's not true. But I said I had an image of it with a little head. On it, okay, and, and the fact that it, yeah, sort it still of, doesn't make it, it human, sort of releases really. liquid, which humans do. Right, that was. I mean, it's going to be really easy for AI to take over <laughs> if a pipette the size of a human is a human. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, you know, when people say, and I discussed this in my new book, the yeah. God's Desire, the God Desire, what is it that makes us human? Right. No one's going to say, well, because we're full of liquid <laughs> and we've got a bulbous head. No one's going to say that. But anyway, uh, he said, you are a big pipette. I don't know. Not. I'm not going to discuss your conceptual issues with how, pipette. Well, let's hear from uh, the listeners. Might want to. Okay, very well. Right in and say yeah. how big can a pipette be before, before it's no longer a pipette. I think it could be almost any size. But I suppose there's a point at which the squeezing of the rubber. Yeah, I can imagine at a certain really point you've got to do it between your arm and your side, like sort of squeeze it like a accordion yeah. at a certain point, and then it's just too big to squeeze. Yeah, and then it's going to go all over. Yeah, you'll never be able to uh, you yeah. know, target it if it's if it's underneath right, your right. armpit. Yeah. So I wonder what maybe just anyway. wonder what the biggest one is. Be yeah. Interesting. To know. interesting. Uh, it was a fairly it was a pipette-sized pipette, if right. you can imagine. Yeah, yeah, I can tell you. It comes that. in a bottle, and I bought it. Yeah. And I've been putting that under my mouth, and I have been sleeping a oh, bit better. Okay. But last night I woke up at about half past five, and having it, gone to bed at what time? Gone so. to bed about. Well, I played football, mm. so uh, it takes me a while to mm. go to bed after that. Hadn't had a curry. Sometimes you have a curry oh, okay. at football, then that makes it worse. Yeah. I hadn't done that. Okay. Uh, so I probably went to bed at about one. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that's only like four and a half hours sleep yeah. if I woke up at about half past five. Yeah. That's so I am a bit tired. Yeah. I'm saying that the expensive pipette of CBD mm-hmm. oil didn't really make that much difference. No. Um, so anyway, why are we saying this? Um, we're saying it because you said, <laughs> it's all, I said how how are you? You? Yeah. It's all how are you? And you're a yeah. bit tired. I'm a bit tired. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. uh, I have a tiny bit of Bowie news, uh, mm. that I'm going to kick we off. We were just with. saying before we went on that we haven't done this for a while, but yeah. we still actually haven't got anything lined up. This to is the say. first one we've done not in Warberswick for a while. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. we're in my office, which yeah. as we know is in Kentish town, but, um, the Bowie news, I did in fact have, I thought loads and loads of Bowie gear. Mm. Bowie, you know, minutiae, right. Right. backed up, banked, ready for the right. next podcast. I then realised I couldn't remember any of it. Okay. Uh, so I, instead I did my thing that I sometimes do before this podcast, which is to Google the words Bowie News. Right. Slightly unfortunately, there's an athlete called Bowie yeah, who died, died recently. Yeah. So yeah. that got in the way, uh, and I'm not going to make any jokes about them. Mm. Uh, but I did manage to then put in David Bowie News. Okay. Uh, and the only news I got, which feels like, like to be not a piece of news, is that Neil Tennant yes. of the Pet Shop Boys, have you seen this? I saw this. Neil Tennant of the Pet Shop Boys 
has revealed that David Bowie yeah. liked a very dull sandwich. Yeah. Uh, he said he liked a hamburger. And he knew this yeah. because they did the Brits together in 1996, which, by the way, I think I presented at the oh, Brits really? in 1996. So I must have been backstage. So you- but I don't remember ever interacting with either Bowie or Neil Tennant. Okay. Can't or, remember. Because I felt that, well, the bad news for our listeners is, I said I've got a bit of Bowie stuff, and it's the same thing. Oh, no. Because I did, yeah. Okay, well, I'm but, going at it a slightly okay. different way, but yeah, I suspect on. it might not be different. Because, of course, the key element is that Neil Tennant says, um, you know, you'd expect David Bowie to have a more interesting sandwich. He only had a hamburger. Yeah. And then, in a way to suggest, like, what he thought Bowie would have, he said, you'd expect him to be eating a sandwich, an Indonesian sardine yeah. sandwich. Yeah, thought, yeah. yeah, so this is where I thought we could dig into this, because, like... That is not a sandwich. Oh, I see. I mean, I'd, I would have well, to sorry, guess what, they're in- possibly away from Indonesia. And even there, I'm not sure. You would never see an Indonesian sardine sandwich. That's not a sandwich option. Right. Even, even uh, an exotic... Like yesterday, I had yeah. a meeting in quite a down-at-heel bar, but it turned out that they had a halloumi and hummus and jalapeno sandwich. And I, thought, and I had it. It was very nice. Right. Thought, That's an exotic sandwich. If I'd said, can I have an Indonesian sardine sandwich, they would have looked at me very blankly indeed. Yeah, I, I have had... It depends what you're questioning, because I've had a sardine sandwich. Yeah, you have a sardine yeah. sandwich. Yeah, hot sardines. Are you suggesting that most sardines come from Indonesia, and so therefore it's not such a weird thing? In which case, it doesn't work either. Because if a sardine sandwich isn't a thing, and it turns out that most sardines come from Indonesia, then he's basically saying, he didn't have a hamburger. I'd expect to have a sardine sandwich. I think what he's, do- what he's obviously doing in the moment is trying to come up with a sort of really cool a bit exotic yeah sort of bowie type thing yeah and if you juxtapose indonesia with sardi i sort of see where he's going no i know where he's going but what would you say what for an exotic yeah sandwich? like it's not what you'd expect it would what be what would you expect david bowie yeah milk and peppers sandwich yeah I was gonna, well i would say you wouldn't even think sandwich no i doubt really. well would he I, enjoy I mean, a sandwich well firstly i think the whole conception is wrong Right. right, because I think one of the things about Bowie was that I'm guessing this was that he was probably not that self-consciously strange about things like what yes, he ate. Yes, mean. Yeah, I've never heard apart from the milk and peppers thing, which yeah. was to do with him yeah, being, not being able to eat, kind out, of thing. Out, on coke and whatever. Yeah, I suspect I've never read anything that suggested that David Bowie didn't just basically eat what everyone else eats. Like yeah. Probably he had a chef cooking him. Yeah, you know, macro. I think he got a bit macrobiotic right. uh, as he got older and whatever. Right, but. No, I don't, I don't think he ate weird sandwiches, weird no. space sandwiches. That's really what Neil is saying. Yeah, I think he should have been it, yeah. having a space sandwich. Yeah, no, he, he. I mean, as we know, listeners will know from the early days of this, I sat next to him in a restaurant, a tea room, and he was presumably having cake. Yeah, uh, we, you know, that was like, 1973. Like, to be fair, in 1973, that was all you could have. In, yeah, maybe in that's Britain. right. And maybe that felt like the world was in colour suddenly and yeah. like having cake in a tea room. With, yeah. I, I take that point. Yeah, but I mean, well, I very much doubt in that tea room in Edinburgh. Uh, Edinburgh, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. The Indonesian sandwiches were on the menu. Well, I must have mentioned Sardines this. from Leith. Probably Did I mention this at the time? You won't be able to remember, but that's where my brother bit his glass. No. Rob, basically... What is it? So I feel like certain people are so prone to accidents. There's no reason yeah. for that to you be the case. The phrase accident prone, if you heard that phrase. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah. But is it a real thing? Because accidents are literally accidents. I have so. a cat that is accident prone. Well, so Tiger. What, so what is it about? Endlessly falling off things. I mean, it's a cat. It, Endlessly falling off things. Right, more than other cats. Yes, much more than other cats. So that's, In fact, just yesterday, okay. me and Ezra, my son, saw Tiger on the top of the shed. And both of us said, oh, fuck, he's definitely going to fall off right. and break his leg. Right. Which you wouldn't expect to think about a cat. Right. He didn't, but... 
generally we, well, my, we fear for Tiger. Because that might be a motor issue, right? Yeah. That yeah. The cat's got. Which is, might but, be. But my brother's accidents are all not that related, I don't right. think. And so variously through childhood, Rob got hit by, this is horrible, hit by the backswing of a golf club. Right. Uh, by a French exchange student who okay. was staying with us. Hit you him say above. it's horrible, it's quite funny so far. No, but except that it hit, there was so much blood. I mean, oh, remember, no, okay. yeah, it was, I mean, he was fine, but he's still got a scar yeah. now. Did, did the French Potter exchange guy say sacrament? I remember him apologising in, fr- I sort of remember him sort of saying sorry, oh. going into French in shock. Yeah, what is uh, sorry in French? Uh, right. I don't know if that's what he said. No, okay. But he, Rob. It's odd that, because it sounds desolate. I, I sort of knew that, but it sounds more extreme than sorry. It sounds like, yeah, I, I, mean, I am desolate. Yeah, there may be other, well, the French are very dramatic, aren't they? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, in our house in Scotland, we had, um, it was like one of those modern brookside houses we were talking, and it had glass from the floor up halfway, and then there was a wooden slat, and then the rest of the glass, do you know what I mean? You mean the whole house or the door? No, no, like the window was sort of glass from the floor, I'm just going to say it again. <laughs> it wasn't an entire pane of glass, it had like sort of wood running through the middle. Okay, well, let's just... Take it that I've understood the image you're painting. <laughs> it's a window. Because I want you to carry it's, on. Yeah. It's a floor-to-ceiling yeah. window. In, by all the sense of it. And he fell, like we were mucking around, and he fell over and his head went through the window out right. onto the patio. You know, like, right. I remember that. Very okay. Off his head. Hmm? He wasn't decapitated. It sounded no, no, no. Like, but it was, it, was, it was like a proper, you know, what do you call it? Holby City sort of. Right. Okay, so we have So let's go back to Edinburgh, Bowie. Oh. Inviting the... This one's a bit less exciting. Well, except David Bowie is there. Well, when Bowie's there, I don't know if he'd left by this point, or we, well, we wouldn't have left, would we? He why had not? a glass why, of... Why not? Well, because he's got a glass of Coke. I don't know oh, right, okay. off with it. <laughs> yeah. um, and he was drinking the Coke, and then he just bit the glass. Right. So he bit a huge chunk of glass. Oh, he actually bit... It, yeah, so it yeah. came off. Yeah, and it well, came off. quite a big thing. Yeah, and it, my, obviously I think my parents were worried he'd swallowed it, but annoyingly for the story, he hadn't. Okay, but it's, it paints an interesting picture, yeah. because the question you have to ask then is you think, because you can't remember, which is kind of odd, whether or not David Bowie was still there. But if David Bowie... I was had, like three. Okay. But no, if David like Bowie four. had still been there, and you could possibly ask one of your parents this, or possibly your brother, is it possible that David Bowie, you know, who we think of as a, a kind mm. man... Oh, I see, yeah. ...would have come over and said, oh, my God, because he robs, what, five? But, uh, he's point? like, I think I, he's like three or something. Yeah, no, or four. They're not twins. You just said you were three. No, I think I might be five. Right. I was I mean, thinking, what age do you start drinking glasses of Coke? So he's younger than you? He's two years younger, yeah, still is. So he's drinking a glass of Coke at three years old? Well, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe he's like five. Okay, so you're seven. Maybe I'm seven. So you should remember. Anyway, is there a possibility that had, he, yeah. had that happened, which is quite a serious accident, yeah. that David Bowie would have come over and said, oh, can I help? Yeah, what right, I see I, what you mean. What can I do? Uh, well, lent over, because we were so close to him. And the spiders know. were there as well, weren't they? The spiders so maybe, aren't as helpful as you'd think. Well, I wonder honest. if Woody Woodmansey, particularly, right. or Trevor Boulder, I, might have said, shit, I, I, I'll, I definitely need to help. I don't know how visible oh, it was. Oh, God, the sidebirds have got in the way, but I really want to help. <laughs> <laughs> I think that possible. I think Bowie very coldly would have sat there and thought, yeah. this gives me an idea for a song I'm going to do on low. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And it's Broken Glass or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And then he went Breaking Glass. I think yeah. Rob, that is about Rob. I've song. been Breaking Glass in your yeah. mouth again. <laughs> that is about that Rob. I've original, just realised. The original draft um, of Breaking Glass. If, if Bowie, as we've talked about when you met Bowie on Jonathan's show and it was just awful, but I think I, the question I would simply ask awful. is... Let's, let's not just put that in history. <laughs> like, that's decided. I mean, it was, I, it was awkward, but I yeah. still am pleased I met Bowie in that no, situation. No, okay, let's, t- let's go with that. But I think <laughs> I would say to him, is Breaking Glass about Rob? 
Yeah, okay. that's a question I regret I'll never be able to ask. Yeah, well, well I'll be able to ask it, but yeah. I won't get an answer. Um, so, Can I just say one other thing about Rob because it's just happened in uh, real time? Okay. He's had another accident. Oh, so he's accident prone. <laughs> that's what I mean. He definitely is. He had a ski. He fell off his ski. He got bumped. He had a skiing accident. Or by Gwyneth Paltrow. Was that? Kind, it was literally that kind of thing. It was right. a kid bumped into him. Yeah. And he fell over. And it's now. Sued him in a court. And he's now a high-profile court case <laughs> yeah. live on telly. And he went to this hospital. He dislocated his shoulder. Right. And he went to this Swedish because he was in a Swedish hospital or A and E. And they basically said, we're, we're going to put the shoulder back in, right. but that would be very painful. So we're going to give you a painkiller, but we're doing something slightly different at the moment. And we're giving you this very, very strong painkiller and you'll be conscious, but you won't feel anything. Right. And what we need you to do is to think about a very happy memory, right. a very happy place, which I'm going to come back to. Okay. Was it Edinburgh in... Well, <laughs> if only. it was a holiday with his kids, right? He immediately right. went there. And started thinking, the guy said, focus on that. Yeah. The implication being, if you think about something negative, it can go a bit the other way. Well, yeah, I've been in situations where someone's about to cause me pain and they've said, think about it. Happening. Right, but this was specifically about the drug. I'm not talking about people being about to beat me up. I right. mean, medical people. Right. I've been in that situation. Okay, well, his experience was, this drug, he said, was so good. He's never experienced anything like it. And during the operation, which he felt nothing, the doctor or anaesthetist said, you know, how, how how are you doing? And he would say, oh, yeah, no, fine. My daughter's just about to jump in the pool. Right. And like he was sort of living right. this thing. And afterwards, about, I don't know, have a long, he said to the doctor, that was amazing. You know, that, what was the drug? And he said ketamine, right. which, as we know, is a very popular recreational drug. Yeah, but it is also a painkiller. It's a painkiller, right, yeah. as, as my brother found. But the thing I was thinking about was if a doctor said to me, okay, we're about to do this thing. It's quite important you get this right. So think about a happy memory. I think, not not that I haven't been happy in loads of time, but I think everything I would think about, I'd say, okay, that holiday and thing. And then I'd think, oh, no, hang on. That was because right. I was a bit, there was a yeah. bit of a work thing going on. So not yeah. that, give me a second. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. how would you find, if I said that, you know, like, place. how would you find a blissful place that doesn't think, where you don't think, yeah, but it's a bit of a niggly thing going on. Yeah. Uh, that's well, quite hard, isn't that, it? It is hard, but also that's quite, see, I can't, I wouldn't be able to do that anyway. Right. In that I have to have to do a happy place. But the thing is, I've never understood this, is that like your brother saying, oh, I mean, he was on ketamine, so I don't know what to do it, but oh no, this is just happening. My daughter's right. starting to jump. That imagines that he's gone to that place and he's replaying it yes. absolutely like it happened. Yes. If I, if someone tells me to do that, I get a flash frame of like a holiday or whatever. Yes. And then it goes and I'm yeah, thinking yeah, exactly. about something yes. else. Something like no, my I foot agree. teaching now. Yeah. And it's immediately yeah. overridden by something that's happening Definitely. now. Definitely. Yeah. But you, do you mean within the holiday, you'd remember something about the holiday? No, I think I would find it hard to, well, I think I'm saying the same. I'd find it hard to pick a thing that I could inhabit. Oh, I see. That felt entirely a happy experience that I wouldn't then say, not it's unhappy, but like, oh, it was a bit annoying because we were sort of had that restaurant. Yes. You know, like, no, so, no, we're not saying the same thing. I need to draw okay. the distinction, okay. right? <laughs> Which is you're saying that within the frame of yes. the memory, yes. you would remember things about it that were annoying and inconvenient right. and they, right. would, they would fuck up at being a happy yeah. memory. I'm saying I can't even hold in my head the memory for much longer yeah. because something in the immediate, even if I was on a drug like ketamine, something right. would immediate. I would immediately think, oh, what's that over there happening okay. now? That's completely blotted out I, the Caribbean or whatever it yeah. is. I don't know if that's true because I think the drug might partly well, make you go into a groove, properly. I think. But I know exactly what you mean. I think I am saying what you're saying. I think the listeners will be pleased to know. Okay. And it's very hard to unquestionably... I think we may have no listeners by now. <laughs> it's very hard to unquestionably say... That was a purely happy thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, no, that almost never happens. Yeah. So I then watched 
because it was a link in the article, the performance of Hello Space Boy. Okay. In, at the uh, Brits. At the Brits in 1996, mm. where he didn't have Indonesian mm. sandwiches and had a Is that where you take, would you take Ketamine thinking about that? Was, that? was it a very happy experience? That was, no. 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 Okay. Uh, I'll, we'll come back to that another right. time. But I... Uh, did notice or something, which is he's wearing the weirdest shoes. Okay. In in that, we well, go and have a look at it. Which is so I I have met David Bowie. I know, but I don't have a sense of, of how tall he was. I mean, he was a slight bloke, right? He was always Quite thin. Tall, it's like, well, you say that mm. he's wearing kind of stilettos. Oh his, right, and okay. and he's not, you know, in kind of nineteen seventy manage all the world female yeah, yeah. clothing. Okay, he's wearing a oh, weird nineties suit. With a sort of florid collar, but mm. everything else is fair, mm. and, a, and a sort of long tail. Mm. Uh, I don't mean he had a tail; I mean mm. the coat has right. a tail. And but then the the camera decides to focus on his feet for a bit, and it's they're really weird. Oh. They're kind of clogs with a with a stiletto oh. heel, and I, and that made me think, oh, well, I mean, is it just David being like, oh, I'm going to wear something interesting, or is it a bit Tom Cruisey? Was it was he in fact or shorter, or slightly medical, him? slightly sort of you know? No, I don't think it was. You, this it wasn't you, medical. It wasn't. Is, What's it called? A reconstructed boot. It's not called that. What is it called? That's yeah, not the word. I think it's something a built boot. up shoe. <laughs> built up, yeah, or a built up shoe. Right. Uh, it wasn't that. Well, it wasn't a straightforward one because it was a clog with a stiletto on it. I mean, I could even show you because I'd be quite interested to see what you think it is. But I, I feel like my, I get it my phone. Yeah, I'm not I feel the window, so I feel fun. a bit sorry for him because I feel like. He is wearing a built-up shoe, but they've sort of made it a bit Bowie-like and made it stiletto-y to make him feel better. Well, I think that would be up to David. Sorry, if, you, if my voice is going weird, it's because I'm... Uh, David's looking, opening the window. I'm opening the window because it's a bit hot in here. Um, and also, I want to find the phone. So, no, I mean, there's no way that Bowie... At, oh, here's my phone. Bowie <laughs> at the Brits is going to say, oh, OK, I don't really like that shoe, but I suppose I have to have a medical built-up shoe. He's not going to say that. And it doesn't look like that, to be honest. You so, mean he's he's got... I don't really understand your point. Yes, I, mean, I, need, you, I need to show you the shoe. Yeah, I'm very keen to see it. There we go. David Bowie had basic butties on backstage Brits right yeah. here. Okay, let's see if we've got an actual footage of the thing. Right, uh, that's a montage. Oh, there it is backstage. See, am I there? He, Sorry, I'm now looking at this because I think... Okay, this is very backstage. It is just Brits. possible that I'm there. He looks terrible, doesn't he? He's in that night. His hair was bad. No, and... no he's not. I wasn't there. Uh, hello, so Space you, Boy. You do seem to be able to hear his shoes very clearly. It's like a click clack. Right, hang on, let's let's see if this has it. Well, there's Chris Evans, who's hosting it. Yeah, this is it. Right? Okay. So I think they're going to show his feet at some. So point. we're watching. If you want to watch along, we're watching, we're watching David Bowie Brit Awards 1996 video. Uh, oh, we can almost see. No, but it's a bit where they actually focus. Okay, on they the shoes. literally do do a close-up. Yeah, there, there. What do you think about those? Those are, I tell you what exactly what I think those are. They're, they're not built up shoes. I think they are a male shoe with stiletto and a sort of Bowie a androgynous male shoe kind with a stiletto of thing. Is exactly what they are. Yeah, it's an androgynous but, shoe. But are, can we be absolutely certain that he's not wearing them to be a bit taller in a kind of Tom Cruise? Yeah, I, I know. Or, or, and that he's just David Bowie wearing an interesting shoe. Well, that's the art of it though, isn't it? Because when you... When there's those pictures of like someone like Macron or something standing on a box, yeah. you think, oh, he's, he's, yeah, he's giving it away. Yeah. When they're just wearing shoes, I mean, it'd be interesting. It's a bit like the pipette. I wonder how tall your shoes could be before someone said, you're literally, you're trying to look tall. Because those are quite, those stilettos don't look crazy, do they? They're about three inches tall. Yeah, but can I point something else out there, which yeah. is it's stilettos, right? So like bit, when, 
Like Mick Ronson yes. or whoever was wearing platform boots. Yeah. Probably not to be taller just because people wore platform yeah. boots. They had a big, thick, chunky heel on them. Right. Like that was clearly a fashion right. thing for glam rock, right? Yeah. These are strange. Uh, they're, as you say, a male-looking shoe, almost like a DM at the front, with a very thin, pointy stiletto at the back. I feel... I'm, I'm going to show you them again. Yeah, no, I feel like you're, you're like a dad in 1972 saying, he's wearing makeup. That's no, ridiculous. I'm I, happy with it. I'm not. You're, you're I'm now not, going, I'm not, well, the shoe I've got to draw the line at. <laughs> no, I'm That's not, unacceptable. I, I'm, I'm not. You know I'm not. I'm, I'm basically <laughs> raising the issue that maybe David was smaller than... Maybe he always wore That's a very interesting shoe point. Yeah. And, and managed to cover it up through the implication, which, of course, David Bowie was always able well, to suggest. No, no, no. I'm just wearing a really interesting shoe because yeah. I'm David Bowie, right? Whereas it might be the case, because that is a really weird shoe, it might be the case that he was always like a bit... You never saw him in trainers. It was, yeah, yeah. But obviously there was all the platform years. It's an interesting Should point. Should we find out how tall he was? Because yeah, that will be on the internet. How tall I, was In as much Bowie? as it will be right. Yes, we don't know that it will be right. But I reckon he was my height and I am five foot nine. Okay. Uh, how tall? Yeah, five foot nine and three okay. quarters. It says, it says five foot ten there. Yeah, well, five or ten. So, he's not a small man. He's sort of ordinary height. Yeah. But it might be that someone of that nature thinks, I don't want to be ordinary height. I no, I do get that. A bit yeah. taller. No, no, and I think, um, so I'm sorry. Interesting was... enough, here it says, they very height, weight, age, body statistics in a site called Healthy Celeb, which I don't yeah. think he ever was. I mean, even... Healthy? Latterly. No, oh, well, not now. I, well, no, but... I would never put in a Venn diagram of healthy celeb along with Mr. Motivator. I see what you say, yeah. And the- <laughs> I wouldn't put him on Mr. But when would you put him on Mr. Motivator? Who's that, who's that bloke who during the pandemic made everyone work out? Oh, Joe Wicks. Yeah, I wouldn't put him in yeah. a Venn diagram with Joe Wicks. Yeah. I mean, this won't really translate and won't make it into the podcast, but we used to do his things every morning. Well, remember, you we, know, we, that's a low bar. So yeah, far. we used to do his, his classes every morning, as maybe you no, did. You no, know, of course I did not. it with my youngest son. Do it. Right. The whole time, everyone was going on about, oh, right. Joe Wick, blah, 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 it's great. I obviously didn't do that. But he, I, I hate all forms of right. exercise. He's a very that. lovable, positive yeah. character, but he once told this story, which my son and I have still, to this day, haven't quite worked out what he was talking about. But he said it with such confidence that he said he'd been in out somewhere and there were lots of paparazzi there mm. so he said so I saw them there and I thought I'd really freak them out and sort of confuse them and so I did this and then on camera he did a thing where he sort of walked with his back arched it, it's hard to just, what, like basically Michael bend, Jackson to a moonwalk no no like walk normally almost a bit cockney but leaning back as far as you can lean back without right. falling over and just walk past them like that and mm. thought that was a funny thing and I thought yeah, I don't know yeah no that doesn't work what, how does that no, I mean, apart from anything, most of the paparazzi would probably have thought once they got over the initial sense of what's he, what is he doing, yeah. they'd probably think, oh, thanks, you made it a slightly more interesting photo. Slightly more interesting, but not so good for Joe, because um, it'd be interesting to know if there's any pictures of him bent over Should we have a look? backwards. <laughs> Joe Wicks bent over Joe backwards. Joe Wicks bent over backwards. Yeah, I suspect there aren't. Let's have a look. But of all the ways to sort of react to the paparazzi, it just seemed odd to me. And yeah. to my son. Joe Wicks bent over backwards. Yeah, you could maybe take us to put your filters on. Uh... No, images what, is what, what there is is a lot of pictures of Joe oh, Wicks oh, God, yeah, working out. Uh, you know what? I never even realised, and this seems like a stupid thing to say, yeah. that he was that that ripped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he he, he really he's is. A, he's he's a lovely fella. Oh, I'm sure, so, he's a lovely fella. Meanwhile, there we so, are. Go on to riders. If you so, like. so riders, which are, um, you know, in a way, they're the sort of that kind of journalism, which I, there's yes. no way of ever knowing if it's true or not. And right? also, they're, they're slightly, let's be honest, seen before as a thing to make fun of. Definitely. But there are a couple of good ones. I mean, whether they're true or not. Yeah. And one of them on this thing called Tone Deaf uh, is Iggy Pop, 
Right. I just thought this was quite a good thing to think of. It's probably not true. But it's the normal thing about cigarettes and Grolsch and red wine and everything. And then he goes, um, a brand of cigarettes he doesn't like, so we can throw them into the bin. <laughs> that seems does, quite a good thing. Does he say what they are? Just a brand he doesn't like. Really? Yeah, that's all it says. Okay. But I thought that was quite fun. I mean, it's probably not true. Right. Almost definitely it's, not true. It, or maybe he did it once. Right? Yeah. But but then you have to ask, let, let's buy it. Let's say yeah. it is true. Right? Yeah. That every time Iggy Pop does right. a gig, he yeah. asks for that. I think one has to ask themselves, at what point does it become not that much fun anymore? Right, yeah. Like, here's, um, here's the bit where, because I've asked for it, I've got to throw yes. it in the bin. Yeah. Shall I chuck it from over here or shall I just go and, like, put it in the bin? But These camels. I don't like camels. I still don't like camels. But now I've sort of really made a rod for my own back of also, having to put yeah. it in the bin. And also, every so often, people who don't know about it will come in and say, oh, you, your cigarettes are in the bin. They're full packet, yeah. like, Iggy. <laughs> do you want them back? Right? And they say, no, I think, it's a thing. Oh, yeah. You know I, mean? I think more likely it would be like he'd sort of forget about it and he'd go, why do they always give me cigarettes yeah. I don't like? Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. And I think that would be... Yeah. And then the other one, literally anyone... But this I like, again, this can't be true. But the Beach Boys... Right. It says they had 48 bath towels. I mean, There fine. were quite a lot of them. I Not mean, 48, though. No, no. But how many Beach... I never really understood how many Beach Boys. There always seem to be thousands of them in the band. Let's say there's seven in the band. Yeah, so, so that's, that's like six each. No, quite, no, eight each. Yeah, no, that's 56. No, I don't know, quite a lot. I can't, I'm not really going to math. Right. But, but it's between six and eight. Each. Also, that's quite stressful because that implies that even if you're playing really big venues, yeah. you've got to ask for towels. Well, that does raise another issue. Surely you get them. That does raise another issue, which is sweating. Which is, I think that I have often seen in rock gigs and occasionally in mm. comedy gigs, mainly Lee Evans. Uh, a thing where the performer becomes oh, very, yeah. very sweaty. Gets a towel. Yeah, yeah well, and all gets mm. a towel or whatever. Mm. Uh, and yeah, there's a thing in sort of feature documentaries of, of big stadium bands, often when they come right. off, like the Rolling yes. Stones or Genesis, like someone wraps yeah, on yeah, white yeah. towel. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that, that's a thing, right? But what I worry about with it is I don't really like seeing people sweat. Like, it always right. puts me off a bit. Now, sorry, Lee Evans, if you're listening to this. You're a right. very good comedian, but I right. always think I can't, when I flick and he's on channel 5500. You don't want to watch him sweat. I don't want to watch sweatiness. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. And, and I think with comedy, that's one thing. Yes. But I think I think there's a strata of thought that thinks, well, in, in rock music, it's like part of the passion and the thing. That's what you but mean, I still yeah. don't like it. Yeah, well, sweat never looks good, you mean. It's just never not looks very, good. Yeah. Not even on Bruce Springsteen. Well, when on he's boxes, like, it's all right, is it? On a boxer, doesn't look too well, bad. Well, I don't, I, yeah, it doesn't disgust me on a boxer. Although, <laughs> uh, I think in uh, Raging Bull, where there's like a couple of slow mo shots, right? Oh, you and, see and it come flying you off. You see the yeah. sweat come flying yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. And again, that's meant to be a brilliant thing. Like Martin Scorsese's showing the sweat yeah. coming off Robert Nero's face as he gets pummeled. And I always say, yeah. uh, 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 I think right. it's a bit, uh. Also, it feels like, I, I mean, believe the, what, you have to remember the thing about yeah. sweat, right? Sweat is got a sort of thing, hasn't it, where it's the one bodily excrescence, can I use that oh, word? I think you can. Which can be glamorised, as in like, oh, yes. Robert De Niro's sweating, it's amazing. Yes. Bruce Springsteen, you can see the sweat. If it was just snot, which is a very similar yes. excrescence, people would say, oh dear, Bruce Springsteen has got snotty <laughs> nose halfway through Thunder Road. It'd be can, can you blow your nose, Bruce? Yes. But somehow when it's sweat, it's okay. It'd be interesting to get the PR people behind sweat, who, as you said, have done a really good job at making it seem glamorous, yeah. to say, okay, we've got a really hard brief, you know, it's farting. Yeah. And we really it's, want... It's actual shit. 
Like, I'm afraid this former always shits himself. I want you to make I'd it go, seem like and I, that's a passionate <laughs> thing. He can't help himself. He so loses himself in the song he shits himself. I think what one of them will go, they go like, I tell you what we need to do if we can get them is we need to get James Bond to poo himself yeah. in the new film. Yeah. And then there'll be a whole generation that goes, you know what? Yeah. But you know what? Uh, I've said, you know what? Like you just said. Uh, but as we know, uh, and I read a very depressing article about this the other day, which I think was written about 10 years ago, about what they could, he called the killing fields of great rock stars. Obviously, some of them have already gone. David, Lou Reed, others. Right. Uh, but he, he named all these old right. rock stars and said, you know, over the next 10 years, we're going to see enormous killing fields of these. Right. Men. But we might see before that is a lot of them shitting themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's, let's be honest, that could happen. The, and yeah. then they might have to PR it. Like, yeah, like, you might. Like, like, yeah, yeah, but I don't think old rock stars are going to make pooing yourself cool, well, are they? Well, you, they might you, It'd be better if. Well, no, like, you're like Harry Styles. Yeah, so, or so Stormzy. Stormzy, Harry Styles, or any of those people. Yeah. Well, yeah, basically, if Mick Jagger, sorry if you're listening, Mick, uh, if Mick Jagger has become incontinent, right, but still wants to tour, yeah. Like, he might employ a PR to say, look, I do shit myself on stage now, <laughs> but can we make that cool? Or can we not cool, yeah. but can we make it seem like it's part of the amazing, you know, yeah. thing, emotional release yeah. I get into? And then, yeah, they might have to say, well, look, let's see if we can get Harry Styles to Let's see himself. if we get Harry Styles to, to himself on Trevor Noah's show or something. Yeah. Or just something where he just goes, you know, I've just pooped myself. <laughs> yeah, and then it's great, it's cool. Yeah. Everyone's doing yeah. it, yeah. And, and, and then when someone says this is disgusting, they say, well, you, didn't, you weren't like that about sweat. Were you? You were okay <laughs> with sweat, and it's basically yeah, the same it's thing. It's a very good point. The, By the way, that was that wasn't really true about um, the only expression because tears is all right. Yeah, tears is is that's tears true. is good. Yeah. People generally like that. Is tears is sweat? Is it? No, no, it's not. Okay, well, it's a different Dif- thing. But does it come from the same tank? Well, it all comes from the same tank. True, but is it the same under the microscope? I don't think so. Okay, yeah, it's a really good question. It feels like it's the same okay, stuff. Okay. I'm going to have to ask that question. <laughs> Aren't Are tears and sweat the same stuff? In which case... They can't be exactly the same because they come from different like parts of the body. In which case that... Are tears you, and sweat... You'd have to say they're really... The same. They really did give it blood and sweat. Blood, sweat um, and tears, the back. Yeah, you'd have to call them blood and sweat. Yeah, also blood, blood, and tears. blood, sweat and tears. They were the people who could have shat themselves because they just needed to <laughs> shit. That. Uh, what are body fluids made of? Well, that's no, a different question. Oh, hang on, here we go. Exactly. Is sweat no, no, the answer is difference between sweat and tears. Oh, uh, okay. Sweat versus tears. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, that's no, really is... fucking yeah. But if there's a chemical difference, that you means know the thing are... when you look stuff on the internet, there's always loads of bollocks before you get the actual answer. Yeah, I agree. They are different. They are different. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they're chemically different. I mean, it's all. so boring. Uh, no, no, but they are. It's not the same. Both contain a certain amount of salt. There's mucus yeah. in tears, so there isn't in sweat. Apparently. Okay, that would make sense. Okay, interesting. But I think what if I understand the sort of Darwinian story behind sweat is to cool you down. Yeah. I think it's really rubbish at cooling you down. Uh, yeah, it's a good point. It's absolutely it's like terrible. The, it's rubbish at it. It's really if bad. anything, it makes it just a bit it makes it harder. That's a really There's good point. no way it cools you down. Well it probably does. Probably on a Darwinian does. level. But it really I doesn't mean, seem like you can ask Prince Andrew. But he's As someone but, but, who we know doesn't sweat. Actually Are you hot a lot? Well yeah, well that was the thing about about that, which is I think I famously did a really funny tweet. Uh, right. that, which I think they're using think in the documentary about it. famously though, because yeah. I've never heard of it. Uh, which was, uh, I imagined the people in uh, Pizza Express in Woking, right. in the kitchen, saying, you're not going to believe this, boss, but right. there's a bloke out there who's had a really strong American hot and he hasn't broken sweat right. at all. Right, right. <laughs> right. Um, and that's the idea. I think he was saying it like it was a superpower. I mean, obviously he was saying it as a stupid yeah. excuse, but also a slight sense of like, yeah, I don't swear. Yes. And as you point out, Sweating is a bit of a bind. 
even though it's meant to cool it, you down. It's a bind, and and it feels like I suppose the thing I would want to take up with those PR people or whoever we yeah. I don't know who we go I mean, to it's about because you work quite a high level in TV. You've imagined something I would never think of, which is that you could PR this this whole idea of like yeah. people shitting themselves or sweating. Yeah, or no, it's a, bit, it's a tough brief. Yeah, but... you've imagined there are people who can do this, but the sweat seems to be hot. That's my first thing. Yes. So if you if you were hot and you and someone said, look, there's a bucket here of sweat, you know, and you look, that's no good. That's yeah. hot and a bit salty. Yes. Have you got any cold yeah. water? Yes, that's true. Is but is... to be fair to um, our evolution. When, Let's be fair to that. Yes, I think when we evolved yeah. the ability to sweat, it was probably oh, okay. with before running water yes. exists or fridges. Or running machines. No, that doesn't matter. Wait. No, running machines. Well, no, but I think matter. we get. No, except no, I think we running, get... running existed. Did it? Yes. <laughs> running existed. I thought that's... they invented running in the 19th century. <laughs> now, that's true, but I don't reckon. It'd be interesting to know whether. I think we exert ourselves more now. What? Than when we were cavemen? That is not true. Look at us. Look at us sitting here. If right. you were cavemen, without we'll any doubt, chasing. by now, I would have said, look, yeah. Tim, I'm afraid you'll have to stop the story about Rob biting the glass that's going right. on for maybe 50 minutes because there's a woolly mammoth outside. Right, right. So we're going to have to run away. We can pick it up if yeah. we ever get to a safe place. Right. By the way, we can't record this because we haven't got <laughs> yeah. technology, so yeah. it's a complete waste. So no, definitely, we right. would be running a lot more. No, but I suppose, as what, okay, let me slightly reframe it because I completely accept that. I think I could beat a caveman in a 50-metre sprint. Why? Because you're healthier. Taller, healthier, more muscles, maybe? Don't know about that. What about a fight? (sighs) I don't think you could. I think... You're forgetting something about cavemen, right? Hmm. Which is, they are basically animals. We obviously are animals. We're all animals. But Hmm. we've evolved to this sort of silly Hmm. level of Hmm. luxury that uh, we're not really meant to have. Hmm. And... A caveman yes. would have probably been very, you know, like he wouldn't have been fat at all. Yes. I mean, you're not fat, I am, but a caveman wouldn't have been fat at all. Yes. And he or she, uh, but let's say he, because I guess yeah. you're talking about the fight and the running against another male. Well, I don't know. You said a caveman. I just said a caveman, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I think you're wrong. Well, They're I... running away all the time from, like, lions and shit. I'll tell you how a fight would start. It would Dinosaurs. Start, it would start by me think, saying to the caveman, because they're quite small. Right. Aren't they? They're like three foot or something. Yeah, some of them probably wear built-up shoes. Yeah, and saying, you should wear a pair of these. That's how it would start. Yeah. Well, you know what? Bowie definitely couldn't have run very far in those shoes. That much I think we can agree on. I mean, it's amazing in a way that he thought, I'll do... I mean, it's confident... I'll do the Brits in these shoes. Right. Because I would have fallen over. In fact, I did present. Right. And I may, if I tried those on, I would have been, I would have fallen over. The the other rider I found, so if you yeah. can guess, Beach Boys. So yeah. they had the 48 bath towels and some other stuff, which is all sort of, you know, normal. They specifically requested, according to this journalist, a, what's the best way to describe this? Some confectionery. Yeah. Which seems both very fitting and quite weird. For the Beach Boys. For the Beach Boys. Chewing gum? No. Uh, Would be kept in the same kind of area. As what? As chewing gum? Yeah, I'm, I'm in Are a garage. No, no, I mean, I'm in a garage and there's chewing gum over there. and there's Garage? Well, like Why somewhere you buy sweets. Garage? So, no, as in, uh, you know. Confectioners, that doesn't narrow it down. A sweet shop. A sweet shop, yeah, okay. Yeah, it really doesn't narrow it down. For, narrow it down. Okay, no, not chewing gum. <laughs> not chewing gum, no. right. Okay. Uh, chocolate? That's very generic. It's not actually chocolate. It's not chocolate. You've taken out a lot of things. It's sort just... of biscuit. I'm talking about a proprietary brand. Right. An American brand. No. Oh. No, that's what's interesting about Twix. it. Twix. I'd say no, it's... that's chocolate. I'd say it's really British, but maybe I'm wrong. 
A really British sweet. Really British sweet. Like Spangles. A boiled sweet. Yeah. Not Spangles. No, not Spangles, but a boiled sweet. Uh, I mean, one of my favourites, it has to be said. Polos that aren't the mint ones. No, it's like, what's the (laughs) least rock and roll sweet? Polos are pretty unrock and roll. Not as as unrock and roll as these, I'd say. Really? I really would say these are the most unrock and roll sweet. Wine gums, no, but no, like I mean, a brand. It's a brand. Yeah, it's yeah, not it's like very it's much not, a, not like a generic thing. Like there's lots of different types of wine. No, gums. it's oh, a brand. Bassett's licorice also. No, although yeah, I take that as an unrock and roll thing. Yeah, uh, not. But like, it's black licorice, so I think that's slightly okay. Alice Coopery, maybe. Like, although he's really roll. don't know how you got there. <laughs> like no, uh, you. I think there's a lot of heavy lifting being done by the black yeah, licorice no, no, but, but, there. But no, but they, these are these couldn't be less rock and roll. Okay, the I'm least listening. rock and roll sweet. That's yeah, what you're you asking. Get two me. more guesses. I mean, it's it's so obviously not rock and roll. Okay, um, I'm sort of running out of sweets. I think it wears its lack of rock and roll as a badge in a way. So they still exist. Yes, it wears some. its lack of rock and roll as a badge. As in, it sort of seems to, okay. It seems to be marketed at really old people. Oh, uh, Werther's original. Yes, it is Werther's original. Yes, the Beach Boys want Werther's originals, which I completely get because I really like them. Yeah, I like them too, but, although they're very sugary. But I do like them. Yeah, but it's caramel, isn't it? So, but yeah, that is sugar, right? That's isn't true. it? Isn't caramel just uh, sort of yeah, sugar? Burnt sugar. Burnt, yeah. yeah, but how much? Yeah, well, no, they how are they, marketed. How do you even know about sweets. them? When did they ask for these? Because I, I can't believe they asked them during Pet Sounds. Because <laughs> did they even exist then? Although Werther's original brand would suggest they've been around since about. I wonder where. Okay, let's look it up. Okay, yeah? I, think, I think what we might find. Do you think they're invented? Is but, that I hate to tell you this that we're going to mm-hmm. blow. The made-up world of Werther's originals and discover that they've they've been around since about 1987. But let's see. I hope it's not that because that's neither old nor young. That would be annoying. Uh, Werther's original, Werther's original, discover the world of Werther. Okay. Is apparently there on their website. Okay. There is a Wikipedia entry for Werther's original. So there should be. Okay, so this is kind of interesting. The sweet brand is named after the town of Werther in Westphalia. Wow. So who knew that? Because I always imagined know that. that Werther was an old man who yes, was British. I agree. That his grandpa Werther. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. Know, German. That's, yeah, I can see that. Well, the company that, was founded in 1903, but in 1969... Oh Please don't let there be some... In 1969, the sweet began marketing under the brand name Werther's Echter, <laughs> which I think means true Werther's in German. Right. But I'm afraid to tell you that the brand name Werther's Original was adopted in the 1990s for the international market. So, I mean, what we're talking about here is a very degraded version of the Beach Boys. Because by then, the Beach I Boys see you mean, yeah. are very much yes. not Brian Wilson. No, that's true. They're about two people who were yeah. in the Beach Boys and then a lot of session musicians. But, sorry, are they German then? Originally, yeah. Not the Beach Boys. Because, I mean, that's bad enough. But without wanting to go to a German company that existed in 1903 and still exists now, you don't want to ask too many questions, do you? No. That's the thing, because that would be a terrible thing to find out. Yeah. That they were sort of the official suite of the Nazi party or something, which they definitely don't say, and that's not the image they give over. So I'm reading now about Wells' original. Apparently, an American advert dubbed in Japanese became an internet meme in Japan in, uh, in the early 2000s. Right. One British advertisement consisted of a montage of the grandfather and grandson bonding together, for example, pointing at animals out of train windows. Okay. And the lyrics of song, the song which accompanied this ended with, when one who loves you says to you, you're someone very special too. Do you remember that? I don't remember that at all. I, I remember, it's the granddad, isn't it? Uh, yeah, there's always a granddad, yeah. isn't it? No, I mean, that, that's an interesting thing in terms of marketing, because you're right, because in terms of them being the least right. last week. But that's a contrivance. Right? Yes. They were, they're the 1990s, so they're right. not... Yeah. Antique sweets, yeah. despite pretending to be, and clearly someone yeah. thought, you know what? Counterintuitively, yes. we're going to market this as if they're like 
you know, old yeah. person's unsexy. Like Ralph Lauren. The whole Ralph Lauren brand is sort of made up. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, because it's not, it looks like it's some sort of, you know, 1920s throat, you know, sort of cut, and it's not. Yeah. But maybe these are the guys we need to look at pooing yourself. Well, was original. Well, I think a because it crosses over with their market. Yeah, which is old people. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I include myself. And also, uh, and they've if, done a hell of a job. And also, if you buy the um, sugarless variant that use isomalt as a sugar substitute, I can promise you that will be, sugarless variant. That will definitely. <laughs> you should call them that. That's, yeah, that's that will definitely give you diarrhea. Because I eat quite a, I eat quite a yeah, lot yeah, of, a, of sugar yeah. sweets, and I can promise you yeah. malatol in particular. Yeah. Okay, uh, as a terrible problem. In fact, that might be a mixed problem. Goes right through that you. That might be Mick Jagger's problem because he's very thin <laughs> and maybe he stays thin by eating a lot of malatol. I don't, I don't know. We've got an announcement to make. Oh, yeah. So we haven't really because it completely hasn't been sorted. But right. save Those the date, the whatever the date is. <laughs> by the way, I never come across that until about a year ago. Save the date. Like, like people would invite you yeah. to things and there would be a date. Now people send out a thing saying save the date, which means I'm not inviting you yet, but it's going to be here. That is Don't the they? invite, really, isn't it? But yeah, I know but, what you mean. But they send it out in advance. And Why they send do you another do that? One. Well, it's because I suppose they want people to clear their decks early. Right. Anyway, save the date, yeah. listeners. Uh, but we know what the date is, so I shouldn't have said that. Save her date. Save her date, because uh, Tim is... I would say is the driving force behind it has been banging on about why don't we do this show live ever since we started it. Mm. And I've said, well, a number of reasons. <laughs> number one, <laughs> about four people would turn up. Uh, number two, you're not a live performer. Uh, but all of this has been, you know, straw in the wind to, yeah. to you because you just don't think thought, that's the phrase. No, yeah. I've just said it. I quite like it. I think it works. Right. Okay. It, it meant something just doesn't restate. Just doesn't stay. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, you've just thought, no, I want to do it. A part of you, as we know, well, perhaps you don't know, listeners, we haven't mentioned it, is that Tim every so often goes on stage in front of maybe 70 TV executives <laughs> and does killer sets about, you know, selling television programmes internationally. Mm, mm. And that's led, I think, to you feeling mm. that you, mm. you could have had another life as a right. comedy performer. Yeah. And as a result, you think, here it is, stalking mm. time for the Moon Boys live, mm. that's going to be it. And, and I've basically been like, you know, I've spent my whole life doing this. I'm mm. not so bothered. But mm. I've now given in and I've had a word with a theatre owner and we might do it. We might do one yeah. night. Stalking that down theatre being... This, what, we, what we're doing now. Yeah. Live. Imagine this Can you believe it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be very exciting and it's going to be one night only before everyone gets... Well, we'll see about that. Too, too I mean, excited. Yeah. Well, it's one night uh, only in terms of like, we'll try it out. We're off Broadway, basically. Yeah, when, this, yeah. long way off Broadway. When right. there's when there's like seventeen people there in a let's say hundred seater room, yeah, then we might never do it again. However, you know, if it's packed out and around the block, yeah, I mean, so this, I mean, the, I, you uh, haven't really told me this yet. So the guy said, okay, you. Can yeah, well, do I don't it, know if I should but, say it in case we don't do it. Then. No, we're not saying where it is. Okay, yeah, I don't, I don't need to say where it is. But the guy at this theatre, which yeah. is a London theatre, that's yeah. what we need to say, said that he would let us do it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, that wasn't the difficult bit. Right. The difficult bit is doing I thought it. that is the difficult bit. No, no, no. I mean, like uh, any, not a West End theatre. Right. But almost any sort of fringe theatre. Okay. If I say, do you want to do this, try this for a night, mm. is mm. probably going to say yes. Mm. Mm. Uh, you always say the hen and chickens. Yeah, I've always thought it should, it's not the hen and chickens, but no. it's that kind of thing. Yeah. The hen and chickens is a venue. Yeah. Does it even still exist? Uh, I in don't London? No, I think so. Yeah. Anyway, it's not the Hen and Chickens. Right, right. I might as well say what it is. Uh, it's the Park Theatre. I've said it. It's the Park Theatre, if we do it there, save the date. It's the Park Theatre in Finsbury Park, which I've done many times before. Uh, and it's you very know nice what will theater. happen now is some of our listeners yeah. will basically start, like Wimbledon, they'll start, they'll go they'll out phone. there now. Yeah, they'll, they'll be in their sleeping bags out now. <laughs> yeah. 
and then like BBC News will interview them yeah. say oh you must be really excited yeah and you never get yeah. anything out of those interviews really do because they just say yes we're excited we're really excited I've come all yeah. the way yeah, from, from Basingstoke yeah. where have you come from how long have you been here for yeah and then they go what yeah, is so, it you like about yeah. Tim probably less yeah. so yeah. what do you like about Tim is it, oh, just, just Darren like, he's from funny Darren, you know, Cornish bloke yeah Darren will definitely come all the way from Cornwall. Yeah. Hey, Darren, he, you will definitely be listening. What if he doesn't? He'll definitely come. <laughs> I'm very confident that he will come. Okay. Although he might not. It would be quite funny if he doesn't, because he, he's the one who constantly yeah. says, you know, right. this podcast, it means everything to me, don't you, Darren? Yeah. Uh, and yeah, he may not come. No, uh, well, but, nobody might come, but I think it's time we pushed ourselves. What we don't bit. know, ladies and gentlemen, at all, is what we might do in such a show. Because obviously, this is what the. If you have listened to this on a regular basis, you'll mm. know it really is this. Mm. Uh, and whether or not this makes for a live show mm. or indeed a podcast, no one really knows. Mm. Uh, but, you know, we'll mm. find a way of doing it. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. Um, just to finish, you know, you've got a sideboard, which yeah. I'm pointing at now, which is in, yeah. the, in this, yeah. whatever you call this room. The yeah, sort of anti room. TV room. office, yeah. No, anti room. Right. Screening room. Scre- it's not. It's got, got a telly in it. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. Um, You've got sideboard. Yeah. That's definitely a sideboard. I don't know yeah. what defines a sideboard, but yeah. mostly it's got legs and it's got a... Yeah, a, top. It's like a cupboard on Draws. legs, isn't it? Yeah, people know what a sideboard yeah. is. You don't have to describe it anymore. So this is a genuine thing, and I think we are going to crack it. The, this is going to be like the pipette question, isn't it? Is it the word for the hair growing down the side of your ear? Right. Here? Yeah. What's that? Oh, I see what you're saying. No, you make a good point. Because it can... I, I would say it, I think I've said it already, because I refer to Trevor Boulder coming over to help uh, Rob when he bit the glass. Yeah. And in my hilarious improvisation of that, I can't... I, don't, I actually <laughs> I remember that. I, I don't remember what accent I did because I don't know what accent to have a is and I can't do accents. But I did have that character saying, oh, I'm trying to help Rob, but my sideburns, I think I said. I've got it I think way. you did. Yeah, because I wouldn't naturally say sideboards, but that is another word for is those it? Okay, I'm just because I... And it's one of those things I sort of think, have I sort of imagined as a kid that... That's what, but but do, you can say sideboards, can you? You definitely noddy holder. Yeah, definitely. I think more. I think in the seventies, mm. noddy holder had sideboards, and somehow or other that's said less now, as indeed sideboards are less yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah, the piece seen. of furniture, I mean. Yeah. And now I think if someone grew that those things, and you don't see them that often. I remember Frank grew some uh, in the nineties. I think people would say sideburns. Right. Shall, I mean, shall we look it up? Yeah, it's an interesting shall thing because I don't know whether the sideboard is just. It's weird that you have two names for them which are quite similar, and I yes. just wonder if one just sort of accidentally grew up because it was a miss, you know, it was misspoken. Sideburn sideboard, which sounds like a song. <laughs> the history of Burnside sideboards and sideboards. Oh, bloody hell. Oh, so they. they... Word history, this is quite long. Uh-huh. Burnsides, apparently, they could also be called. Okay. Uh, in America, they were called Burnside. Side whiskers. Okay, that's sideboard. quite literal. Uh, the more familiar term, sideboards. Yeah, okay. So was it was coined. And then we have a quote from 1882 from the Brooklyn Daily Eagle. I think I'll shave off my side whiskers, said Needle Toes. There's a long conversation. Oh, I thought you looked awfully fresh with them on, said Fitzgerald. Honest, asked Needle Toes, covering up his sideboards with his hands. Yeah, so So, sideboard is perfectly respectable. Yeah. Rofflerquettes, they can be called. Favoris. Wow. But I don't know. Yeah, it's a good point. Why are they called sideboards? Why are they so similar? And sideburns? Yeah, yeah. Is it just a mishearing? That's, I'm wondering if it's one of those things, I can't think, there's probably another example of it, where it was exactly that, it was a misspeak, but it just got accepted. Yeah. But I don't know, if I'm honest, I don't know which to use now. Yeah, do you think anyone has ever uh, gone into a place and said, said, have you got, I don't know how to phrase this, <laughs> can you do me some sideboards? 
And what's happened is there's been a terrible confusion <laughs> and they've come out with two very large pieces of furniture on their head. And, they, and that wasn't what they wanted. Yeah, I think this happens a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just as a coda this to, completely weird. to today's podcast, ladies and we've had a, a sort of face-off uh, moment. We've had an interesting sort of... It's like two stags suddenly rearing up against each other when they've realised that there's a sort of female in the room. And the female in this case is a guitar. Uh, so in my office that we are yeah. in, uh, I've got quite a few guitars, um, which I, yeah, nice. I've got, and just in case any tax inspectors, and I use them for work because uh, I spend a lot of time writing songs. Uh, but Tim plays the guitar not for work; he just does it at home. Uh, and 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 I said quite kind of like blindly and knowing it would annoy him, <laughs> and probably without any basis in fact that I thought I was better at the guitar than him. And I, I qualified it immediately by saying, you will sort of seem better because you sit at home practicing and you can play more things. So you, so I imagine Tim can play quite a lot of songs and riffs and I couldn't hardly play any because I've never learned any. And they said, well, what do you mean you're better then? And I said, well, I'm faster, which was <laughs> a very a sort of male, heavy metal, quite stupid thing to say. But when I do pick up a guitar, you see, I tend to do this sort of thing. <laughs> What the hell is that? It's a very, very good heavy metal solo. <laughs> there you go. Is... Can I just point out, by the way, I'm playing on a flying V here, <laughs> which is a really hard thing this to rest on weird... your knee. This is definitely the weirdest thing we've done. I'm going to have to stand up. Yeah, yeah, stand, stand up. That's not, that doesn't right. make it any less what? weird. I'm just going to do that again, by yeah. the way. Right. I think there is a part of me, because I did grow up thinking that like Richie Blackmore <laughs> And people like that were right. really good. Even though I now realise they're not, or at least they're not, they're, they no. don't really like that sort of thing. <laughs> anyway, that's what I would do when I pick up a guitar. So you're not going to play what, it first? Uh, that, uh, yeah, so what's, what's, your, what's your comeback? I wouldn't. What's your comeback to that? Well, firstly, I would never, this is the weirdest situation ever, because it's like the Michael J. Fox film. <laughs> Which one? Where there's like guitar battles going on. I'm going to have to the stand future. Up. Is yeah. there a guitar battle? No, no, no. There's what? There's a specifically a film about a guitar battle. No, oh, is there? Yeah. No, Tim's now standing up. No, only because, as you say, so you Tim's response to that is to <laughs> du dueling banjos, except he's. Okay, I you win. win. Get the wordless originals. Because <laughs> <laughs> clearly, you need one of those to suck after that. <laughs> that is the weirdest thing we've ever done. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we'll see you in the live show. <laughs> Save the date. <laughs>